Folks, and welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the show all about having a good time on this Grand Peninsula, the most beautiful place on earth. I'm Eric Williams, joined in the Cape Cod Times studio by Mung, Whoop. Greg, hello, and our intern Taryn. Hey, hey! Nice to have you all here, and welcome to summer, folks. Here we are. Oh, I am so stoked about summer. This is Cape Cod's favorite season. I just got out of hibernation. Now we can do the things that we've been looking forward to all year. Swimming, fried seafood, mini golf. Cape Cod's got it all. I am stoked. I've already been swimming a bunch of times. Mostly pond stuff right now. I haven't moved into the ocean yet, but we have to make that move. Anyone been in the salt water? Yes. No. Taryn, the intern. Weeks ago. Up to my ankles, maybe. That's it? Yep. For now, for now. You're from New Jersey, though. Aren't you tough down there? Yeah, yeah. We live in the cold, but we still don't like it. Well, it's very exciting to be kicking off summer 2018 on Cape Cod. You can see the traffic coming, the people coming, the towels are on the lines, the Speedos are out again as we stretch our bodies to get into them. Mung, what are you wearing for a bathing suit this year? Oh, I'm wearing a, uh, a special two-piece that was sent in from uh, from Milan. Oh, your mankini. Yes, my mankini. <laughs> <laughs> Hide your eyes when you see me on the beach. Well, it's very, very lovely. Let's take a look at the forecast for the upcoming weekend. Man, it looks nice. Friday, sunny with a high near 71. Saturday, what? Showers likely, mainly after 2 p.m. Huh. High near 73. And Sunday, partly sunny, high near 77. So... That's not bad, right? No, not at all. We will take that. Looks like swimming weather, boating weather, pleasure weather here (laughs) on Cape Cod. Got to check the tides now for the weekend. Looks like it's going to be one of those early morning-ish high tide situations. 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we got a morning high tide. That means some nice afternoon low tides. Tides are confusing. They affect beach going and swimming and everything. Mung, give us the rundown on how to use the tides swimming-wise. Yeah, folks might be wondering, why are we even paying attention to this tide report? But, I'm wondering. But for someone like uh, Taryn, who's new to the peninsula, you really have to be checking the tides constantly, specifically if you want to go swimming or uh, go anywhere at the beach in Cape Cod Bay. The north side. Yes, the north side, which is a very exciting side uh, of the Cape. Um, uh, so, Eric, why do you like uh, a low tide? I look at the tide report for this weekend. We have afternoon low tides. And to me, that means boogie boarding on the backside. I live in Wellfleet. That means going to the ocean beaches of Wellfleet. It's lovely. The tide's out. You get some sandbars in. The waves come in and break in shallow water over that beautiful, beautiful sand. Uh, and it's not crashing up against the beach with the waves that just bang you right up against that hard beach. This gives you a gradual, beautiful boogie board session. And there's nothing like walking those flats on a beautiful summer day in Wellfleet. It's the most beautiful place on the planet. You look around, the big blue ocean, the big backing dunes, the ice cream truck. Mm. Everyone having Mm. fun, just being out there and the free energy of the waves bringing you into shore. You feel like the king of the world and I may never be a surfer. But I'll be a boogie boarder forever. You've never tried surfing? Oh, yeah, I've tried surfing. Yeah, you know, I've stood up on a board once or twice in my life. But it always seems to me 
the waves are kind of small a lot of the time, especially in the summer when there's no big storms kicking them up. And all those guys and gals are just sitting out there loitering on their surfboards. They look cool. It's very important to look cool. But do they really have as much fun as the modest, humble boogie boarder who can ride almost anything? I say no. How far out do you have to walk, though? Not that far. That's the beautiful thing. And I'm scared of sharks. So the thing about boogie boarding, a lot of time you're in, like, waist-high water. So you figure maybe they won't come in and get you. They'll get one of the surfers, which I hope never happens, of course. But, you know, it's been getting a little scary shark-wise on the Cape over the past few years. And I don't know about you guys, but I think about it. I do not. No, I don't want to think about that. Otherwise, I'll never go in. What about you, Mung? You're a big swimmer on the bay side on Nantucket Sound. Do you think they could come and get you? I'm, I'm always worried that uh, we'll, uh, one of these shark researchers will, will, uh, will see a shark uh, in Nantucket Sound or the bay. And they definitely are out in the bay. Uh, but you really have to start thinking about it when you're swimming in the, in the corridor, uh, locally referred to as Shark Alley from Chatham uh, all the way up the Lower Cape, that stretch. Um, tons of people use those beaches. And from the interviews that we've uh, conducted with folks, a lot of them don't mind that they're swimming with sharks, which could be uh, 20, 30 feet away from them. Now, how about you, Greg? Get sharks on the brain? It's more of a South Shore issue, I think. You know, when I'm over at West Dennis Beach, you think about it. When I'm in the Bay, I don't think about it at all. See, now. I don't know about that because the you Bayside know? in Wellfleet has a giant seal population sort of mm-hmm. out of the end of Great yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you figure, you know what? Those are snacks. You know, sharks can get into the Bay. They go through the canal. They come around the corner up by P-Town. You know, we joke about sharks a lot, but isn't someone eventually going to get in some big shark trouble and then it's not funny anymore? Yeah, hopefully not. Maybe not. Hopefully not. But, you know, Mung, you and I were there. Yes, yes. When that guy who got bit by the shark at Boston Beach in Truro got taken out of the water and stuffed into an ambulance with a lot of blood and that was quite a day. It was a scary incident. If things went a, a different way, it could have been a, a, a different situation for the fellow. Luckily, he survived. We, we probably should reach out to him and see how he's been doing uh, all these years. But yeah, yeah, he was he was freaked out. To bring it back to boogie boarding, I always feel like when the shark thing is going to happen is when I've been in the water a long time. I'm starting to get cold and I'm thinking about the bologna sandwich uh, back at my blanket. And I say, well, I'll take one more run. I'll get one more wave, one more big one, then I'll go in. My feet are numb. I got to go. That's when I think. It's right when you get greedy. Totally. That's that's when I think something's going to happen. So yep. hopefully that will not be on one of our shows when something like that happens. No, and the, and the good thing is that uh, all the uh, beach officials, lifeguards out in the area where there's sharks uh, uh, give be- people proper warning when there's detections and stuff like that. So thank goodness we have everybody uh, keeping an eye on things. Yeah, but keeping an eye on what? What are they going to do if a shark... You know, they're nice people. They're capable rescue people. I love the lifeguards and, and thank goodness for their, their hard work and everything. But what are they going to do if you're in someone's mouth? They'll pull you out. They'll pull you out eventually in, what, pieces? I mean, you can't blame them. What are they going to do? They can't just, like, helicopter over and pluck you to safety, but I don't know. I remember uh, one of the Wellfleet guards uh, on their uh, chair had this thing called a shark stick. It was like a sort of a (laughs) sharp stick about two feet long, and I guess... It was to poke the shark in the eye. Ah. But by the time they get to you with the shark stick, I mean, come on. A shark stick? Shark versus stick. Shark wins. Well, let's talk about some more happier beach news, because we can't really start this fear thing. This is not good for the economy. This fear-mongering you guys insist on broadcasting. More happy news. Coast Guard Beach made Dr. Z's top 10 list for 2018. 
a familiar placement for, I guess, what he judges the best beach on Cape Cod by far, and also one of the top 10 in America. Coast Guard Beach came in in the number five slot. We were beat by Kapalua Bay Beach in Maui, which was number one. And Dr. Z, who is a uh, coastal ecologist in Florida, he loves Coast Guard Beach. He loves the tram system. He loves the way it looks. And Mung, what about you and Coast Guard Beach? You have some iffy feelings about it. Um, I do love the beauty of the beach. It's great for families. It's a great beach experience. But the only thing that uh, trips me up over at Coast Guard Beach is the tram system. I understand why uh, Coast, uh, the Coast Guard Beach officials want to do that to manage traffic a little better. But I have a, a, a kind of a rough tram story. So this is uh, in East Tam, Coast Guard Beach, Cape Cod National Seashore Beach. They have a satellite parking lot. And then they take you in this cool tram. It's run by vegetable oil, I think, and you putter your way down to the beach. They drop you off right there, easy in, easy out. What could be wrong with that? Well, uh, th- just a couple of years ago, I was uh, going back to my car on the tram, which is fine. We hear a, a little screaming uh, in the background. Some kid is waving, stop the tram. I want to get on. So uh, that's great. We want to you know, accommodate as many people as we can. So he, uh, the, the tram operator stops. The kid just gets on, sits right, right next to me. But unfortunately, this was a kid who didn't believe in toweling off after getting out of the water. He had just went for a swim, was soaking wet, and was like waving his arms and splashing us all with water. I ended up being soaked and I was 100% dry. No towel. Uh, no towel. What kind of person does He was, he was just towel? wet, just dripping wet and sitting on the tram, and it was just a wet tram experience, and I, I it kind of shook me for a little Is bit. Is this a new thing uh, uh, among the younger generation, the no towel approach? Taryn, you're the intern. Uh, have you seen a lot of people not using towels in the world and dripping everywhere? Yeah, it's much more holistic to air dry. Um, <laughs> oh, no. You know, it goes along with our uh, avocado toast and all the things that us millennials love. Oh, no. Yeah, we're trying to go out with towels and uh, in with fresh air. In with evaporation. Uh, yes. So that a is, dripping generation is now is, approaching, Greg. How does that make you feel? That is not good. That's I what's mean, coming up behind you, man. They're going to they're gonna come is, up and take all your stuff. That is that is the first thing I do when I get out of the water. I towel off. Well, you seem a fastidious type. Do you have a special towel? I bring a special towel, yes, that I've had for many, many years. Does it have a nickname? No, it doesn't. Dry? Dry. <laughs> It's a, it's a beautiful towel, though. Well, what does it look like? I can't, I can't imagine anyone not drying off. I mean, the problem with coming out of the water, the salt water, is the fact that the water kind of, it's it makes you itchy. You know what I mean? No, the I don't. salt? No, me neither. All over your body? It makes you scratch? It makes you itchy? How about it hives? Do you break out in hives? No. Oh, no, even worse. Um, Don't say chafing. We're not yes. going to... We're, no. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna, how did you know? You you know you know what I was going to say. Don't, chafing. If don't, you don't dry off... Don't bring up you, chafing. You Come could, on. And you, you walk a little bit, you, you could have some problems there. So you want to make sure you're fully dry before you do some activity. I'm going to bow out of this conversation. <laughs> what about ointment? Um, you, you you can bring a moisturizer type uh, here and there, but really you don't want any of that. Uh, and you'd apply the moisturizer to the area where the swimsuit fabric is rubbing. Hey, I would do this in private, but you know anything in private, to, uh, anything to protect those thighs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Oh no, that's awful. I have heard of accounts rarely of people getting out of the salt water and running up the beach. The chafing begins and they catch on fire. <laughs> So they have to run back into the water. But uh, Wait, but hold on. You have a special towel, don't you? 
I do have a special towel. It's a snappy towel. Yes, I ordered it from Canada. It's got snaps on it, and you can make it into a little skirt or a sarong. You can put it around your head and snap it. Uh, it's wonderful. It has all these snaps, and I love it. You don't tie it? Yeah, can't you just tuck it? Yeah, you just tuck it. You're just paying 20 extra bucks. I'm a man on the go. Occasionally, uh, some kind of Scottish music might come on. It's like an emergency kilt, and I go right into a little step dancing. So, Mr. Fancy Pants. Uh, You know, I like my snappy towel. Fine, you need a good towel on Cape Cod. I'm the opposite. I I have a really good towel, but it's not one of those uh, nice uh, small ones. This is like a gargantuan, like 3X Mm. super towel. It was like created by like someone who makes tents. I specially ordered it. It's you wrap yourself around it and it's like a it's like a big burrito. It's like a you're you're stuck in a like a towel beach towel papoose or something. I think they should. There goes my appetite right there. (laughs) Among burrito. He's chafing. He's swaddled. He's awful. Get away. Horrible image. Sounds like my perfect Saturday afternoon. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know. I would say I like a smaller towel because a smaller, thinner towel will dry quickly and you can go around for a second dry. The big ones get so sodden. But you probably like that, Mung, right? That's part of your strange sort of motif. Sodden is my middle name. Oh, boy. All right. Beach news. We're, we're, we're working our way through beach news here. This is imperative news for the for the world uh, from, from Cape Cod on the Cape Cod Fun Show, which is maybe not as fun as we had hoped after finding out some of these inner dark chafing secrets. Why? Why? Okay. Beach news. Essential beach news. I was up at Long Nook Beach in Truro yesterday, and that is one of the lovely, lovely backside beaches on the mighty Atlantic Ocean. And I was just there taking some pictures, and it was just beautiful. Lovely tide pool, the blue, so fine. Just a few beachgoers there, still in June, not crazy. Just perfect, hot, no wind. And uh, I started watching some people dance their way down the beach uh, and, and come back up the giant, steep path back up to the parking lot. That's the one unfortunate part about some of these backside beaches. Big, steep drops and bringing your cooler and stuff down there can be really tough. It's so steep at Long Nook Beach right now that there's a rope that runs right from the top of the parking lot down this incredibly steep embankment to the beach. So it must be 50 feet, 60 feet of rope. And I watch people pull themselves up the rope to get back to the parking lot like they were summiting K2. And I've never seen that before. Anyone ever seen anything like that? No. No, but it sounds like they're kind of playing like tug of war with the beach. This makes me nervous because I love these big beaches out in your way, out in the uh, the seashore area in north, uh, but I'm scared about beach access if there's no stairs. Like, I don't want to tumble. I'm, I'm, I have a fear of tumbling down, down a dune or sand. Well, so, this like, looked like it could happen. I saw, like, an older couple. They came and got to the edge of the fence, and they're looking down. They're taking some iPhone pictures, and they're a little unsteady on their feet, and they just said, no, we can't go. Uh, Turned around and went back to their car. It's so wild out there. I mean, really, just the the, the, the edge of civilization. Man, Whereas... you look over, and it's crazy. Hmm. Just frightening. Sounds like a fun rock, free rock climbing uh, for me. I mean, I would pay to rock climb. Oh boy, that sounds fun. The Terran generation speaks again with the no towel and exercise thing that gotta get our most Cape Codders try to avoid. But yeah, it's like a rope toe that doesn't work is is what it's like out there. And so, you know, and I always think about some of the other places, uh, like at the Beachcomber. 
in Wellfleet, the beautiful nightclub right on the water. You know, I wonder, you go in there and you have a couple mudslides, and then you fall over the cliff, and that's where you stay for the rest of your life. You can't get back up the steep, steep path. It's crumbly there, too. What happens to those people? Most likely someone gets a video of them, and it goes viral as they tumble down to their doom. Oh, boy. So that's the one sort of thing. I would say as far as the ocean beaches that I know of right now, the easiest access would be at Nosset Beach in Orleans because it's completely washed away. There's no Liam's onion rings anymore. The snack shack is gone. And the new, of course, Nosset Light Beach in East Ham, which has tired of the stair tango that they dance every year with storms washing them away. They've come up with a new path. Anyone seen that? Anyone out there? No, I wanted to be out there, but I hear you did a, a review of this path already. Tell us about it. Indeed, I was up there the other day, and I wanted to just pretend I was from elsewhere. Like Taryn the intern from New Jersey. Are people tougher in New Jersey than here on Cape Cod? Oh, yes, 100%. The, the worst part, which, you know is a pretty good thing to be the worst part, but is these one-lane highways. You know, I'm just trying to go a little bit over the speed limit, but, you know, you get somebody in front of you, and there's nothing you can do. In New Jersey, we're, like, whipping by you, you know? On the shoulder of the road, in the median, doing whatever you have to do? (laughs) Whatever we have to do. Just, like, hurling expletives out the window? Yeah. And that's the way it is in New Jersey. That is the way it is. That's where road rage was invented. Mm Mm-hmm. Come and visit. The Garden State. (laughs) Filled with road rage and expletives. Sounds so pretty. Marvelous. But anyway, I tried to pretend I was uh, from New Jersey. And for my first time, I'm going to Nosset Light Beach. And there's no stairs anymore. And we've all watched them wash away and get mangled and destroyed almost year after year for many years now. So the Cape Cod National Seashore built a path down to the beach. Probably takes a couple minutes to do. Um, It's a little steep at the top where you start making your way down to the beach, but they've got some benches there. I saw some people resting on the way down and just saying, okay, I can do this. I mean, they were kind of infirmish, but they were nice. You know, I'm not trying to diss them for sitting on a bench. That's that's not kind. But it then goes around a corner. You can see there's nothing more beautiful on Cape Cod. It's the quintessential view, that sandy path with the blue at the bottom, sort of like a bowl through the dunes. And you just see that, and you're on a nice, straight, barely going down kind of path it is much easier than the stairs it is lovely and i think it'll really uh open that beach up to some folks who just could not handle what 60 stairs 100 stairs whatever it was to get down there so that is nice if you haven't seen it get over there i'd also say with nasa light beach that's that's like one of the ones you have to get to by 10 in the morning that's another thing with beaches right some of the most popular ones is you got to be up and going Oh, yeah, my favorite beach. Uh, you got to get there at like 9 o'clock in the morning uh, to get a parking spot because there's only like 15 spaces. What's your favorite beach? Um, this would be Long Beach in Centerville. It's uh, it's just uh, west of Craigville Beach. Um, most people walk down and park at Craigville and walk down. Uh, it's a residence-only beach. Uh, you could get uh, dropped off. Uh, but it's worth the 15-minute walk to get down there. But there's only a few spaces for residents, and they're gobbled up early. That's a nice strand, too. I mean, that's about a mile of beautiful sand. You can watch the ferries come in. Very relaxing, but no waves, so I don't even know what you're talking about. No waves? That's the that's what we want on the south side. We want to lull. We want to swim around for an hour without having to be knocked over or get water in your ear. Also, I'm a huge snorkeler, so you can't be snorkeling 
with a lot of waves going around. This is why I love this house. Why do you want to be a, why do you want to be a manatee? I mean, don't you have greater aspirations than than just sort of floating and lolling about? Don't you want to be action guy? No, no. I just kind of want to do nothing and uh, just immerse myself in the water on one of those little floaties and not worry about being slammed into the shore. Hmm. Greg, what about you? Are you a surfer? Are you a lawler? Are you just I'm a-, a lawler. Oh, he's serious. I don't do anything. I don't do the surfing. I don't do the boogie boarding. I don't do... I just go into the water, loll around, you know, look at the sky, kind of... So what are the uh, thoughts you're drift. thinking in that moment? What's in your brain? Oh, just how lovely this is and... So that makes you happy because you can be sometimes sort of cantankerous. And does this beach experience bring you to some nirvana? It takes that. It takes the edge off. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, getting back to something you said about, you know, getting there early. The alternative to that is actually going late in the afternoon. Oh, the converse Mm, to the theory. Yes, late in the afternoon is great. Don't go during the day. You go late in the day. You can find a space. Depending. And also, that's a way to visit beaches in other towns. You might not have a sticker. You might not want to pay money. Mm, good tip. Excellent yes. tip. After yeah. 5 o'clock is pretty much good I think so. at every Cape Beach, I think. Possibly. Yes, and I swear some of the best beaching is between like 5 and 7. You get out of work a little early. You can go down there. There's fewer people. Mm-hmm. The lifeguards are gone. A little more freedom. And the sun is still blazing. The water is nice. Uh, the sharks yeah. are hungry. <laughs> Isn't that the time they feed? Now, now, Taryn, what about you? What are you looking for in your beach experiences no, this it's summer? Funny. I, I have, I'm in opposition to all of you. I'm a beach activity person. You know, mm-hmm. I will oh. go out there huh. with a group of people, play some wiffle ball, put, on, put out some can jam, some uh, spike ball. You Love it. That. that looks exhausting. <laughs> it is. And then once you get all hot and sweaty, then you go and wade. So it's not all about being in the water. It's not. No. It's all about that uh, activity. Hmm. I can throw my sport behind that. There's a lot of great beach games. You can bring bocce down to the beach, Mm -hmm. washers. If you have a cool cornhole set, cornhole is awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's like a a beanbag toss. So bring that down to the beach, and you have hours of excitement. You can be at the beach and playing from, like, 10 a.m. to 6, and it's just so much fun. But, you know, you need, like, four people for that. So if you don't have three other friends... This well, none a, of us here uh, can no. actually muster those. No, we, we don't have that many friends. Well, we could all go Taren. together. There are four of us right here. I'm not going to the beach with you guys. Interesting. Yeah, we're loners. The heck with that. Okay. <laughs> I'll just be juggling and riding my sand unicycle. That's by myself on the beach. So anyway, uh, yeah, the Nosalite Beach Path is wicked nice. That reminds me, too, if you're into the Cape Cod National Seashore beaches, now's the time to get your season pass. $60 uh, gives you unlimited access to six Cape Cod National Seashore beaches. That's a good stick and a half. I've never really bought one myself because I go to the Wellfleet beaches, but I hear people love it. All this beach talk is making me hungry. How about you guys? Mm. I want to swim. No, no, no. We have to move on. It's pizza time. There's a new pizza restaurant in our dining section today as we segue into it. Firestarter Pizza in Dennis, Greg. That's close to you. Very close. It's one of those wood-fired pizza places. We have a review here from CapeCodTimes.com. And it looks like the red sauce is the star, which is outstanding because that means every pizza that has red sauce is going to be good. They love just the plain one. Oh, the margarita, it says here, with the basil on it. Oh, my God. The crust, what do they say? Thin and delicious at Firestarter Pizza. Brings up the pizza discussion. I'm certainly going to try Firestarter and Dennis, but 
What about the best pizza on Cape Cod? People come on to the Cape now for the summer. What would you tell them if someone said, hey, where's the best pizza on Cape Cod? I'm asking that, so... Taryn, the intern, is hungry for pizza. She's from New Jersey. They don't have pizza in New Jersey. Oh, we have the best pizza in New Jersey and in New York. All, ag- all aggressive again. <laughs> I got to defend my state. We're used to getting pushed down, you know? That's because everyone's kind of scared of New Jerseyites. I mean, they seem kind of... why? They're tough. They're hard-edged. and you know, It's like Goodfellas or something. We never knew that's why. I don't know, man. You're Are all of you in The Sopranos? Yeah, it's like everyone's in The Sopranos, right? Yeah. Are you... I live like 20 minutes from where they they end up living. You mean when they're alive or dead? <laughs> when... Where they're living. Okay. Where they're living, not deading. Okay. That's the uh, those marshes near New York City. What are those things called? The giant reeds, uh, the marshland, where they dump things. Yep. I just can't think of what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew, let's not even yeah, go there. Forget old. that. All right, let's talk pizza. I mean, like, all right, I'm going to say, for me, the Cape's best pizza is Spiritus Pizza in Provincetown, from my experience. It is just unbelievable. Uh, just to have a slice there, and they have a bocce court out back. Uh, it's a beautiful place, that thin crisp pizza when the oh when the slice comes back out of the oven it just stands at attention no drooping and i mean that is my dream meal i go to p-town walk around i go to spiritus have a couple slices maybe a little grapefruit soda <laughs> that is my heaven but i'm open to suggestions where else can you get good pizza evans in yarmouth port it's thick I like thick. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't like thin. Why not? Sorry, I just don't like it. I like. I like doughy pizza. It's got to be. Wasn't that your nickname in high school? Doughy. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, sorry, Greg. Oh no. I don't think so. Anyway, um, yes, uh, good pizza. And I just, I don't know, thin just doesn't do it. Doesn't fill you up. No, it and, and it bends and it, it flops and, and 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 all the stuff winds up on your plate. Uh, it's. Evan says, Greg, and uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to try it. I like thin crust, and that's the way I live and die. Mung, you don't like pizza. I'm not even a big pizza fan, which is kind of like one of the more un-American things you can say. I also don't like a lot of fries or bacon, so you might not want to listen to me. I'm more of like the the plain palate type. Uh, I have like a... Like an appetite, like like an eight year old. I like chicken nuggets and and the chicken parms and and mac and cheese. But but I do like some pizza. And my favorite pizza place of the moment is De Parma in Yarmouth because um, I like a really delicious sausage pizza. And they make their own sausage in house. It is delectable. They have this nice little spice uh, in their pizza that's really delicious and uh, not too expensive. And that's where I've been going of late. I would throw out uh, a vote, too, for the Sweet Tomatoes franchise on oh, Cape yes, Cod. Oh, yes, legendary franchise on the Cape. They've got three locations, South Yamath, Chatham, and uh, Sandwich. And that's a quality pie, very thin crust, nice sauce. And big, too. Wicked big. Mm-hmm. I like that. So that's the pizza portion. We'll get into some other food. We'll do a little thing about you eating around Cape Cod and the simple foods of this chicken nugget world you live in. Oh, yes, yes. Why? Why? Oh, basically because I don't like most things. Like, who needs to eat lettuce or tomato or any of that stuff or or vegetables, kale, blah? No, you just need uh, you need the good stuff, the comfort food, the stuff that sticks to your rib, that makes you happy. It's the summer. Fried things. All right, we'll get into, chips. We'll get into the big fried seafood thing, uh, maybe for our Fourth of July uh, extravaganza. Yes. Let's take a, a look at some of the events coming up this weekend on Cape Cod. I'd say the number one biggest thing might be the 
Portuguese Festival in Provincetown. That draws thousands of people. That is a really good time. All sorts of crazy events, kids fishing derby, lobster crate race. I've seen one of those. You ever seen one of those? No. They string these uh, lobster crates, like boxes, across the water from, from one wharf area to another. And the kids try to run across, and they're moving and bobbing. And it's complete wipeout all the time. Maybe one out of 20 kids will make it across. Oh it's insane. Love it. I won $500 with illegal betting on that. <laughs> DraftKids.com. <laughs> so that's fun. They have their uh, Fado bands, Fado music. That's the Portuguese-style music. Uh, they have a parade where people are wearing the traditional garb. You know, those beautiful, like, dresses and... The guys look wicked sharp, and that's a lot of fun. Um, probably want to get there early. Events go Friday through Sunday, and you can always look them up at ProvincetownPortugueseFestival.com. I've had a good time there. The Blessing of the Fleet, of course. You know, the guy has got the, the priest guy's got the shaker thing, and he's shaking it, and the boats go by, and they're getting blessed, and, and then... Iconic. It's oh, a, it's awesome. Colorful boats. You're out on the water. You, you get the beautiful view of the water, and it's just a good time up there. And then everyone goes over and parties on Long Point. I hear there's some legendary parties over there. Mm-hmm. So that's the Portuguese Festival. We got the Chatter Fest coming up this Sunday. Yeah. The Cape Cod Chatter Festival at the Melody Tent that runs, uh, let's see, I think it's noon to three, something like that. Uh, that means you get to sample chowder from a bunch of... Of Cape Cod restaurants, they have ice cream and stuff, music, all that kind of thing. Tickets are 15 bucks. You know, I don't know. Sampling chowder, how long before the chowder just all tastes the same and runs in a big chowder ocean through your brain and you can't discern and your palate has been chowderized? Hmm. By your third, by your third taste, I think. You just don't care about chowder anymore? Yeah, right? It certainly brings up the age-old argument, thin chowder or thick chowder. Oh, my dear. I think about this uh, every night before I go to bed. It has to Now be. I lay me down to sleep, thin or thick chowder <laughs> to eat. <laughs> it has to be sort of a happy medium, doesn't no, you think? No, no, it no, no. You're completely wrong, Greg. It's I mean, good. you don't want it so thick that your spoon just ah! sits, sits in the chowder and doesn't move. No, you don't want that paper mache kind of paste kind of chowder. Exactly. But the thin chowder, the thinner the better, Mm. allowing, you know. I agree. You put a pat of butter on it maybe and let it run in a little bit, but you want that thin, thin sort of broth so the clams and the potatoes can sing their own song. You know we're in the minority here, although that was a beautiful uh, and poetic uh, uh, operetta there. Uh, It's from Thin Chowder the Musical. (laughs) Nice, nice. I'm almost done with it. But you know, most people that I encounter uh, go on the thick side, and in fact, most of the chowders that win, I would, I would tend to say, are a little thicker. We love the uh, really thin. It's a, I kind of like chowder soup on the thin side, and uh, PJs and Wellfleet. Oh man, I know that's a favorite of yours. That is the king of, ch- in my opinion, and I know there's a lot of great restaurants and great chefs and great chowder, but the. The chowder at PJ's is unbelievable. So thin, but buttery. Plenty of clams, some potatoes in there. Hello, potatoes. And the best thing about that, like say you're hungry and you're in a hurry, you can go there, order chowder, and it comes right across first. You can get it in a minute and be eating chowder. You know, some restaurants you get to wait or whatever, or you have to wait for your meal, but it's like chowder on demand. You eat a lot of chowder, Taryn? I really don't, but maybe I should. I'll, I'll definitely try a few. Maybe I'll try what you're saying. Uh, so you're open to some Cape Cod experiences this summer. I am extremely You're not okay. coming in with a New Jersey chip on your shoulder. No, I'm pretending that I'm, you know, nice. from... 
Well, I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> pretending I'm from <laughs> Illinois or something. Oh, there, probably. Uh, the good heartland folk with open hearts and open minds. Yeah. Landlocked. Landlocked not, states. Not the jaded New Jersey. Without like, ocean. Out of my way. Beep, beep, beep. All right, so the Chatterfest this Sunday at the Melody Tent. Now, let's say you come to Cape Cod and you want to just take a hike or do something. Yeah, you want to stay away from some people, maybe just get out there on your own and clear your head. A couple spots you might want to consider. Number one, the Knob uh, in Quisset, which is Woods Hole. It's one of the most beautiful. It might be the most beautiful place on Cape Cod, really, now that I think about it. Uh, it's sort of this uh, little peninsula and a path out there to this rocky outcropping and the view of Buzzards Bay and Quisset Harbor. Uh, it's just Unbelievable, Mung. You've been there, right? Oh, I've been there many times. It's just a delightful nugget of joy uh, with beautiful views of Buzzards Bay. It, uh, parking there is a little difficult, but if you can get there, uh, this is a spot you must go to sooner than later. Yeah, I would say you got to get there really early to be uh, getting out there on the knob. You can swim there. They have a little beach. Uh, beautiful, beautiful boats coming out of that harbor. But I sense some negativity from Greg about the knob. It's overrated. It's lovely. It's a beautiful view. It's a splendid view. And actually, Quisit Harbor is one of the most, I think it's one of the best harbors on Cape Cod. Okay, so far, all good. But there are so many other really, really nice, nice places on Cape Cod that I think just outshine the knob. Sorry. Like where? Uh, Cape Cod National Seashore, for instance. Right, but it's not like one target thing where you're like, let's go to the Knob. Look at the view from the Knob. People true, propose true. on the Knob. They get married on true. the Knob. They celebrate life things on the Knob. Yeah. You the know, walk, it's, the walk to the Knob is very short. It's like it's it's like way short. Half mile, maybe if that. If that, I mean, you're not going to break into a sweat. Which is what we're trying not to do. We do not want to do that. Although, if you did want to go out there and take a long hike. Uh, I was throwing out Bell's Neck Conservation Lands in Harwich, 259 acres with tons of trails, like three miles, maybe more of trails. And that's a place where you go. It's like being in the country, almost like being in the heartland. Uh, Beautiful sort of rivers meander through, uh, lovely little forest trails, and then you'll come upon a marsh. Oh, is that a great blue heron? Yes, it is. It's flying right over me. Oh, I'm fulfilled. It's one of those kind of places. And that's a place where you can really stretch your legs. Good place to run. Uh, There's some dirt roads. It's kind of a a way to turn off all the traffic and crazy. It's right off Route 28. And you get away from the traffic and all of a sudden it's quiet. It's beautiful. And sometimes in a Cape Cod summer you need a place to just find that solitude and reset. Because summer can be a little crazy, right? Oh, yeah, totally crazy. You want to get away from the roads. Bell's Neck is the place to be. You can kind of hide. There's the soundtrack of, like, flowy water, really soothing. I tend to find myself at Bell's Neck a lot in the fall as well. It has, it's one of the best foliage spots. But in the summer, if you're looking for a place to kind of have an area to yourself, uh, hike around Bell's Neck. All right, I think we've covered a lot of ground here on the first ever Cape Cod Fun Show. I want to thank Mung. Whoop! Greg. Thank you. And Taryn. Thank you very much. I'm Eric Williams. Thanks for listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. You can find all of our delicious podcasts at capecodtimes.com slash Fun. All music in the broadcast by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com and the old Creative Commons license. Thank you, Kevin. Till next time. Till next week. This has been the Cape Cod Fun Show. See ya.